What's up, guys? It's Jordy, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. This debut album is incredible. Um, uh, I <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't have enough words to 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 say about this record. Um, like wow. I. I love how the introduction, which is the title track, I love how it gives me this like cinematic kind of vibe. But I also love that when I'm listening to Mind Games, the album as a whole, I know you're like opening up to your audience and you're like, you're giving us your emotions and your feels. But like some of these songs are so fun and catchy that it's like, how do you make sad lyrics feel so fun and catchy the way that you did with this record? So... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love that that's what you got from the record because I think, I think that's been my goal as an artist kind of like subconsciously, like since the very beginning of like my career, like the very first song I put out ever was like a dancey boppy song, very much about like a breakup and like just friends, which is like another old one of mine, which is like very upbeat is about like being friend zoned. So I feel like that theme of like, sad lyric under like very bubbly production has like always been something um that I've done and I think at the end of the day it's because I don't know I've always been a very sensitive guy I've always worn my heart on my sleeve but I also am a sucker for pop music and I just absolutely love it and so being able to kind of finish those two together is like the goal always and I think the album is like a good example of that and i'm so happy you enjoyed it i feel like that's a challenge though like being able to to write you know open up so much the way that you do for with your music and like having that pop kind of element to it like how do you not lose the idea the identity of the lyrics and and, and the situation when you're giving us this like upbeat poppy kind of style of music oh my gosh that's such a good question honestly like I mean, it's funny, like, I've looked up to so many artists, like, over the years, like, especially, like, a Julia Michaels, for example, like, I feel like she's, like, the perfect example, and what I look for in, like, good songwriting is, like, putting that, like, conversational, very raw lyric under, like, a sick pop production, and honestly, it's, like, you know, you want it stuck in their heads you want them to be singing it over and over and if they're able to sing it over and over because of how catchy the melody is and like maybe there's a message in that lyric that i've been wanting them to kind of grasp and they're singing it over and over you know what i mean it's 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 getting ingrained in their mind and so i don't know it, it happens like very organically like i'm very lucky to work with some like incredible producers who are some of my very close friends and like you know, songs like Till It Hurts and Long Distance and like all these very poppy big productions on the record um, wouldn't have happened without them. But it's also, yeah, it's always very important for me to be very honest and like vulnerable in my lyrics. So I, I, I love it all. I love it all. Since you touched on Till It Hurts or you mentioned Till It Hurts, I love how you go from melodic singing to like these falsettos, like nothing. I, I felt like... <laughs> but, how do you how do you have that kind of control what kind of what kind of like training did you have in order to control the falsetto the way that you do like it's so smooth oh thank you so much it's it's so funny because honestly for me when i'm able to flip up it's like very it's like a safe place for me vocally because it's like not me straining like on like a high belt you know what i mean like when i'm able to flip up and it works in the structure of song like in the ring engine it's always like okay good it'll give me like a second to breathe on stage when i'm performing it live but honestly yeah i've always had like 
a super high voice. I've always been really comfortable in my falsetto. I had a great voice teacher in high school who I studied with for like four years. He was like a classical singer. So I was learning technique from him and applying it to like, you know, at the time. Is this me? No, I'm so sorry about that. Um, let me turn on do not disturb. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I was very lucky to have such great teachers growing up who really like led the way for me and, um, you know, taught me how to sing from like a very young age, which I've just like held with me over the years. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate it. I'm so glad you like that part of my voice. And it's, it's really fun to, um, explore that, like with the live shows and stuff. It's those reactions. It's super fun. How did you go about recording this record? in a time that there wasn't any live shows, any performances going on. Um, just because when you have these moments where it's like you're singing and then you're giving us these falsettos or you're giving us so many different vocal ranges, um, you want to make sure that you're not exhausting yourself with just one song, especially if you're going to go on tour. So not having the live show aspect while this record was being written or recorded, how did that impact you in the recording process? That's such a good question. I mean, honestly, like we really had no other choice but to put all of our energy like into the writing, like into the creation like of these songs. And I was just talking about this the other day. I think eight out of 12 of the songs were written on Zoom um, that were that are on the album, which is like pretty crazy, um, meaning that a lot of them were also recorded remotely. For example, I Just Want to Be Loved was literally I it's in my room here somewhere, but recorded on my microphone in my bed like at home like literally like send that vocal file to the producer he puts it into the production like some of these songs were written in such a way you know because we had no choice but to be home and to be in our rooms and in a way like you know like that break from performance was like really difficult for me and like a lot of my artist friends like you know we all wanted to be performing we all wanted to be connecting with people like in real life but I think it also like gave me an opportunity to like really grow as a writer. And um, I was really able to focus on the songs because, you know, for me, it's like, ever since I was young, I've been a singer, like I've been singing my entire life, but like at this stage in my career, like not only is my voice obviously an important factor, but it's really the songs. It's like, how, like what songs are going to stick. And so, you know, being able to really focus on that work with these people who are very close to me at this point, who, are so talented all of the collaborators i worked with um it was honestly a good opportunity to get some really 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 dope songs out of a very like lonely year um, and now to be like on stage again starting tour it's been the most refreshing most exciting like it just feels so good to be in front of real people again and it's also comforting to kind of feel um that part of me coming back really organically just like getting on stage seeing everyone and like feeling like at home again it's it's a really comforting feeling so i'm just excited for the rest of tour the fact that you were doing all of this like through zoom or remote uh you don't have one specific producer you have various producers and you also have a few uh writing collaborators as well throughout this this record so that how do you kind of get together and and work on these songs were you like did you know did you already know like track listing identity of the record and you said okay this day i'm focused with xyz producer and xyz co-writer or like how you know what was that process like because i feel like it's a lot harder not being able to be in the same room totally um well so it's actually really funny so one of the probably 
three like main collaborators on the project, producer wise, um, Drew Polovic, Johnny Shore, and John Santana. Drew Polovic, I met through my friend Austin, who is featured on the record. She's featured on the song Tomorrow, and she's an incredible writer, an incredible artist. We met right before during my January like mini tour. So we were doing shows East Coast, West Coast, and uh, West Coast and a couple of Midwest states. Um, and we met because Austin was opening for me. And then when the we wrote Tomorrow on Zoom, which was the very first song all of us had written together, and like little did we know that like that was the start of like a crazy collaboration and relationship. Um, and so throughout, I just want to be loved, for example, was another song written on zoom with both of them. Um, and I think over time we just started to realize we wrote so well together on the flip side, um, long distance producer, Johnny Shore, he produced the very first song I ever put out. He's been there since the very beginning. And so to have him on this project, is also incredibly special because he has seen me truly in every single stage of my career and has been by my side the entire time. Um, and that was a lot of Zoom or, you know, like making a weekend out of, we're both going to get like, we're going to be wearing, like his studio was set up in a way where I could record vocals in a separate like little shed that he had in his backyard so that we were like recording safely. Like we were just doing anything we could to like get these songs out of, you know, these still very real experiences we were having during. Um, and and then John Santana is another producer who I worked a lot with, and he is based in Nashville. So we were just Zooming every time we wrote as well. So, you know, it was a very um, enlightening experience to understand that you can create music via technology in this way. And I think, you know, moving forward, it's like, I would ideally be in the room with people when I'm writing, but I think it also like, presents the option if I want to be working with people in Nashville or people in Sweden. You know what I mean? It's possible to do it over Zoom. You also had this uh, incredible collaboration, Sticks and Stones, with another artist that I'm like, she's she's been on my radar for some time, Charlotte Sands. And she also got to collaborate, uh, co-write a couple songs with you as well. Uh, Better in My Head, I think, was one of them. Yeah. So talk to me about like that relationship between you and Charlotte and that initial chemistry that you guys felt uh when you guys started writing uh sticks and stones for sure no so i was a, a charlotte fan before we worked together and when i i signed my publishing deal um about a year ago now and my publishers are based in nashville and are very familiar and close with charlotte and her team and so after i signed i was like to my publishers i was like i would love to get in a session with charlotte sands like please like she's so good and she's like giving me like all of like the teenage nostalgia i got from like avril and michelle branch and all of these artists i like worshipped as a kid and she's like just like bringing it back into the mainstream and she's just the most talented and so luckily we got a session and the very first time we wrote was when we wrote better in my head and she just like immediately was like so warm and fuzzy and welcoming and like was like I don't know just like eating sour candy and letting me vent to her about like boys and what I was going through and we just clicked and we do this thing we just have such a good vibe when we're writing together I'll always come in with the concept and I'll be like I want to write a song called sticks and stones or I want to write a song called better in my head or whatever and she'll always just be like you know she'll just like say the tag out of nowhere. And I'll be like, how the hell did you just like, br like how, where did that come from? Like she 
is just insane. She's so talented. And so we wrote Better In My Head. We wrote the intro track Mind Games together. Um, we had a session scheduled and I came into that session being like, guys, I would love to write like an intro track to the album called Mind Games, like very free form. I want it to be very Ariana, very like dramatic. And Charlotte was like, let's go. You know what I mean? And then after that, we did Sticks and Stones and she ended up featuring on it, which was incredible. And I think it really just proves like the fact that she helped me write all three of those songs. It's like, those are very different songs. Better in my head is like very like synth poppy. Sticks and Stones is very pop punk. And like Mind Games is like, very Ariana, as you said, very cinematic. And so she's just like a triple threat friend, like great collaborator, great human, someone I love very much. And I'm just always very honored to be in her presence. How important would you say that these collaborators were to the level of vulnerability that you released on this record? So, so essential, so essential. And it's actually cool. We did this little piece um, for the album where I like invited all of the writers over for dinner and we kind of filmed this like conversation between all of us talking about like the project. And a lot of what people were saying was like, Jordy, like, you know, you're just so great to work with because you'll come into the room and you'll immediately like start spilling and just start, you know, sharing with us your heart and your experiences and your ups and downs and everything. And while I appreciate that, like, very much, and I pride myself on, like, feeling comfortable being vulnerable, I can only be so vulnerable is how much the people in the room allow me to be. Like, the energy needs to be a safe, warm energy. And if I don't feel that, which I have felt in a lot of writing sessions, I won't be able to open up as much. And so for me, it's like, you know, they're looking at me saying, you're so vulnerable and it's so incredible that you open up while I'm looking at them being like, well, I'm doing it because you make me feel loved and you make me feel safe and you make me feel heard, you know? And so, you know, I'm just, I'm very, very, very lucky to work with such incredible writers, Sophie Hintz, Riley Beaterer, obviously Charlotte, Austin Drew, Katie Donnelly, just so many incredible people I was able to collaborate with. Um, just super, super grateful. I would hate to be on the other side, being the writer that doesn't give you that that feel <laughs> once you walk into this to the room and like you can't that's open not, up, you can't tell. Sometimes it's just like it, you know. Sometimes it's not a match, and that's okay. And like you know, there there is like a plethora of people to work with, and I think it's just really, really exciting and nice when you start finding those core groups of people who you just feel so comfortable with where you know like when you leave that day you're gonna have like a jam you know it's fun while at the same time it's like as a writer I still want to be meeting new writers and collaborating with new producers and you know I think that's a huge part of the journey as well um it's still nice to feel like I have a crew behind me who I can fall back on now during the writing process of this of this album did you already come into it knowing the identity of the record or was this something that you felt kind of revealed itself as you were writing more and more songs for it? Revealed itself 100%. I think it really just started with these vulnerable songs I was writing, you know, like during the, you know, I just want to be loved tomorrow, long distance, eventually like the TikTok thing started happening. And that was like a huge part of the growth over the past year too. Like, how I signed my record deal, like so many things like coming out of this like app that like at the very beginning of the I had like zero idea how to use. Like I did not know what the hell I was doing. Um, and, you know, as time went on, I was like, okay, like I'm writing these songs in real time. 
I kind of want to start sharing them with people on TikTok and just like seeing what they think. And just the reaction was far bigger than any of us anticipated. And it just kind of turned into this like me having these like real time experiences, writing about it immediately and getting it out like a month later. You know what I mean? Like that was really what it was becoming. And, you know, after I like signed with 300 and after like we expanded the team and we really started talking about like, okay, like what are we doing here? It was really like the team behind me looking at me being like, Jordy, like you literally have a full length album ready. Like, let's go. Like, let's do this. And I'm looking at them being like, I'm not ready yet. I can't do it. I can't. And they're like, no, you can, you can do this. And I was like, all right, let's just, let's just go. And so, you know, for me, I, I feel like I needed that reminder from the people around me that, you know, I was capable of doing this full length record. And um, at this point, I'm just like, so thrilled with how everything came about and couldn't be happier with it being out in the world. The fact that there was so much hype around you uh, because of TikTok, because of everything going around, um, do you feel like that gave you pressure as far as to finalizing this record or even continuing to release more music just because like the pressure of previous songs or lyrics that had already like gotten this kind of attention? For sure. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think any of my artist friends would agree. It's like, you know, the more we grow, the more pressure we put on ourselves. And that's why it's really important to surround yourself with very, you know, good grounding energies, which I'm so grateful that I have. Um, but of course, like 100%, I, I can be my worst critic. I am like, you know, beating myself up over silly things, whether it's like a TikTok not doing well or a song not streaming well or whatever it is. Like, we're always going to try to put ourselves down, but it's also, you know, being on top of my mental health, like being in therapy every week, talking to my friends and family, getting outside, exercising, eating well, like doing all these things that are like taking care of myself. I think that's a huge part of it, especially being an artist and a songwriter. It's like we're constantly putting ourselves out there and being vulnerable and that takes up a lot of energy. And so, you know, taking care of myself um, is super, super important because yeah, no, of course I'll, I'll put pressure on myself all the time. Um, but I think I'm, I'm also grateful to have moments where I'm able to recognize like the hard work and the growth and I'm able to like celebrate it and like give myself a break. You know, it's just hard being a creative. It's, it's hard to put the phone away and like not post something and kind of just like live in that moment, you know? What did you learn about yourself during the process of this record? Um, honestly, what I'm really, I, I'm really excited about this album because I think a lot of the sounds on the record are very, I mean, they're all very true to me, but there were sounds that I was able to explore with for the first time that I was extra, extra excited about, like Trevor and If He's In Your Bed, Sticks and Sounds and all kind of rock pop energies going on. And I think the reason it makes me so excited is because like little Jordy would be so pumped to like see me now as like an openly like queer person like being like the pop rock star that I've always wanted to be and so you know I feel like like the young Jordy in me during the has learned that like you can be gay and you can be a rock star and you can be in the mainstream and you can be loved for your music and like you can be seen as an artist and like I don't know. I think that it, it's been really a cool experience as like a queer person to kind of see myself in this place I never would have been able to believe I could have gotten to as a kid. And so I think like for me, 
just like, you know, anything's possible if you like work really hard and surround yourself with good people and do good things and, you know, just put your heart into it, you know? And I think, I think me understanding and realizing that and, you know, like selling these shows, it's crazy. I, I think the young Jordy would be really proud. So in saying that, would you say that there are certain lyrics uh, throughout this album that you were hesitant about releasing just because of the type of lyric or, or the things you were expressing in these lyrics? 100%. Um, don't cancel all your plans just for some shitty head. Never would have expected that one. Um, maybe I should touch myself instead because they're always fucking better in my head. Never really expected to be that explicit. Uh, there were definitely moments where I was looking to artists like Fletcher and like different inspirations who were really saying those things that like nobody feels comfortable hearing or saying, but everyone knows it's true. And so for me, like in those sessions, there were moments where I was like, can I say this? Should I say this? And then me being like, I'm saying it, let's go. Like I'm saying this because it's true and it's real to me. And if it's real to me, it's bound to be real for someone else. So um, yeah, I think like definitely diving into more just like zero filter kind of stuff was was different and exciting for me now lastly to close us off uh with this record i feel i mean it sounds like from everything you're telling me it sounds like it just naturally happened for you the lyrics just kind of flowed out the experiences you know were already there these collaborations were just like part of part of the puzzle but what kind of challenges did you feel you faced in order to finalize this album uh, there was a lot of songs. I mean, it's like, that was a challenge, like coming up with like what actual songs I wanted to put on the album. Um, we were like looking at like a 12 song track list and, you know, there's a lot of sessions and a lot of time during this creation period where I was just writing and writing and writing. So I think one of the challenges was really like picking which songs I felt best represented the project. Um, and honestly, I think, you know, it was it was a challenge doing it on zoom, you know, like I was able to do it. We pulled it off, but it was like an adjustment. Like that was not what I expected to be doing during this past couple of years. Like when I first started the first month, I was like, ah, I'm going to wait till everything's back to normal. I'm just going to like, you know, and then things didn't get back to normal. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm going to have to start doing this. And so you know, we did it and, you know, we, we were able to pull it off and we got amazing songs out of it, but it was a challenge, you know, it was a hard year for everyone. I was away from my family. Like, you know, we, I, I lost people. Like it was just like a scary and sad year. And so working through like the trauma that was, was like a, a huge challenge. But I think by the end of it, I'm just like super proud of, of the record and what we got out of it. Well, congratulations. This is a masterpiece. This is a debut album. And I can't believe I can't believe it's a debut album. <laughs> it, it sounds like this is, you know, it sounds like you've released so many records prior to this one. But like, this is incredible. And I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I got introduced to your music. And I'm, I'm really excited for more people to listen uh, and discover who Jordy is and what Jordy's all about as far as the music goes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Rob. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.